This is the Saturday Morning Serial Podcast with your host, Amanda Ann. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Saturday Morning Serial. I'm Amanda Ann, and today, you know what? I had notes for this podcast, but you know, we're just, it's going to be just unscripted and I have my Starbucks here and we're just going to talk about just, just things. And so I did see the Candyman last night and I will get to that in a second, but today is September 11th and it's a day of remembrance and it's just a day where I will, it's always ingrained in my mind. I was in fifth grade at the time and I just remember my teacher, Mr. Wills, he was just so real with us. He told us exactly what happened. I live in Chicago, so we got out of school early because of, I guess there was a big threat around here. I I honestly don't remember, but I remember going home, my parents watching the TV, my dad was upset, and then I remember having to go <laughs> randomly go get a market day order. I don't know if you guys remember market day, but um, we went to pick up that order and I remember all the lines at the gas stations just it was crazy and I still don't understand that but I didn't really learn the magnitude of that day until fast forward to eighth grade I think that was like what 2004 2005 and I had to do a project on 9-11 and if you're a 90s kid millennial like I am I grew up with teachers and I was thankful in the long run I grew up with teachers that are they were just so real with us and not filtered, telling us exactly what has been going down just in history, like the Holocaust and like World War II and all different points in history. They never sugarcoated anything. And I had to do just a, like a project on 9-11. It was small, but I found myself getting really involved and sucked down that wormhole of just looking at the history of what led to the events that happened on American soil. So that was that. Fast forward now to 2009. I just graduated high school. My friend and I went to New York and I was, I had a lot of time by myself in the city, which I know is safe, right? <laughs> but I found myself at Ground Zero. And at the time they were still building the new World Trade Center, the fountains, the whole memorial. But across the street, there was a little like tribute center. And it was just kind of like a walk-in, maybe pay like four or five bucks to, you know, see some artifacts and whatever from that day. And on hand, there were actually some people, I don't know if it was like an all-the-time thing, maybe it was just that day because it was like a Saturday, I believe, but there was someone there, sorry, I'm, I have like a cold going on because the weather can't make its mind up here in the Midwest, so, <laughs> but anyway, there was a survivor from the 85th floor of the North Tower that I talked to. And his story really, I'm not gonna name the name, his story is just, has always been engraved in my mind. And after that, on my way out, I actually, there was a mother of a firefighter that passed away that was visiting as well. And I overheard her talking and I kind of joined in on the conversation. And to, it was just, I, I saw it through a lens of someone who was actually there, actually experienced running down the floors to safety, and also from a victim's family point of view. And after that, like, sometimes I still have nightmares of 9-11, and they're not really nightmares, they're just action sequence going on in my brain. 
But that trip really opened my eyes to this disaster. And over the years, I've just kept learning about it. And it's just so much more than plain. I mean, what happened on that day is horrible, unspeakable. It enrages me still. But there's just so much history behind the events. Like in 1993, the World Trade Center, there was a bomb. And, you know, it's just one of those things too, where that escalated into 9-11. And if you ever have a chance and you go to New York, please visit the memorial and the museum. I really felt connected to the victims. And one thing you do have to keep in mind though, when you do visit, it's a cemetery. People die there. People are still being found. Their remains are still being found and identified. Also, families still don't have their loved ones. They're still missing. So you're basically standing on this like sacred cemetery in a way. And you got to keep that in mind. You have to be respectful while you're there. But the museum really hits home for anybody. I remember going for the first time with my mom and my sister and afterwards we were speechless. And then I went a second time with my boyfriend and I kind of knew what to expect. So I wasn't like that in shock, but he even too was like, that's heavy. And it just leaves you in like this heavy pit in your stomach when you leave. But it's important. It's an important part of our history that we need to learn and never forget and just remember these innocent lives that were taken from us, which just kind of leads me to this whole like, why, how could a human do anything to another human as barbaric as that? And I don't talk politics. I hate politics. I hate discussing politics. I have my views. I have my thoughts on everything from the pandemic to whatever. But I don't like to shut down people as long as you don't shut my ideas down. I believe like with the vaccine, you should not, and I repeat, do not make someone feel bad for receiving the vaccine or wearing a mask. That shouldn't even be a thing. That should just be, you know, you just respect their point of view, their outlook on this pandemic, and just in general. Republicans, Democrats, we just all have to listen to each other. Like, I know, like, Trump supporters, and I, some of them aren't as bad as others are. And I genuinely sit down and listen to their point of view, because I'm curious. I always like to hear other people's reasoning behind things, so I can try to get behind their brain, see what they're thinking, what, you know, and... That just, it just leads to, I just, this today is just so political. Everything is politics and anymore with this pandemic, it's just, I just feel like people have become so selfish lately. I, I mean, I don't know. This is all just strictly my opinion. And so, I mean, just take it or leave it. I don't want people to come at me for anything. It's just, you know, I, and I know like growing up, I grew up in a small town in the suburbs. And it was just a very white, you know, black and white town where we just, you know, it was no LGBTQ, no racial, um, no diversity, you know, that kind of stuff. And it was until I got to basically college where I just, and, and I know I was so naive back in the day because the thing of like gay and LGBTQ especially, it was like, what is that? I, I never understood it until I have, like, I made friends and they're just, I have some of the best friends ever that are gay. And I, and I always admit, like, I was wrong back in the day to just question it or just be like, 
what? You know, and so, you know, I, I know when to admit that I was wrong because now it's like you grow up and you just see the world and all these different people. And even like I was blessed. I went to college at Governor State and there's just, I, I made some really good friends of all colors, black, white, LGBTQ, and I'm proud of them. I'm proud of where they're at right now. And they're just so supportive. And that's just that we have to be supportive of each other. It's probably because like our major, like it's just a team effort. I'm in media studies. So, you know, we had like the news at our campus that we had to do. So it was just like this big group team effort, but we learned so much about each other. And ultimately that's what it should be. But one thing too, I just want to say, it's just where was that compassion we all felt for each other after 9-11? Where has that all gone? I just don't understand the inhumane responses to some things of today and the labeling and the hate, like the legit hate towards a group of people that some other people have. I don't understand that. So that just goes into my point, though, of now this movie I saw last night, The Candyman. I decided to see this movie. I had friends that recommended this movie to me, and I do enjoy Jordan Peele's movies. A Get Out was, I thought it was so great. I remember, I, I have to watch it again because I only seen it once, but I remember, like, Jordan Peele's movies, like this, this movie, Us, and Get Out, they're horror films, but there's a message that's very prominent in these films that it's kind of like, Oh yeah, and then we're just going to throw this villain, this monster, this scary story on top of the message. That's basically what it is. So The Candyman is written by Jordan Peele, Wynne Rosenfeld, Nia DaCosta, directed by Nia DaCosta as well. And this movie really hit home for me because it's based in Chicago. And if you're not from Chicago, you might be a little confused on some of like the terminology used or like the ideals of like what the city is known for, that kind of stuff. So The Candyman is, this movie though is basically like a slasher film. It's based on a legend of The Candyman, how there's like candy, uh, there's like razors in children's candy and that kind of stuff. However, there's a message behind all this and it, there's a line in this film that really stuck with me. And you have these two main characters who are very talented artists, but the main character, he keeps getting rejected. Anthony is his name. And it's because his, they find out his origin, he grew up on the south side of Chicago. And that, to me, you know when you're from Chicago, the south side, all the stories that come out on the media about the different like shootings and gang violence and it just has a bad reputation and this movie kind of covers the fact that it's just labeling that's what the city does it the government and officials they take each part of a section of a town and they label it based on race based on income your class and the south side if you're from there people look at you like you're dangerous or you're this or you're that. And I went to school with people from the South Side and they're the most, they're one of the most talented people I know. And I mean, I even felt like 
nothing compared to them because like they were just so creative and so talented and they have so much potential and that's what we miss is the fact that these are individuals with minds like you and I they have dreams like you and I and there's a line in this film and it was like something along the lines of people the white people love your art but when they find out where you're from they don't like you and that really stuck with me because we see that here, especially in Chicago. So bearing that in mind, the movie is basically like that in a way. It's bringing awareness to that fact of labeling and racial diversity, that kind of stuff. But it's also a slasher film, so <laughs> there's a lot of gory, bloody scenes. And I can handle that kind of stuff. I, I'm not good with like pierced like skin like stabbing like slow like cutting and stabbing like that kind of stuff I'm, I get really squeamish with that but you know it, it's just kind of like as, as a horror movie it was just okay but like I said Jordan Peele always throws in these messages and it's very important especially to a community that needs representation so much especially this past year and one thing we actually thought of was you had George Floyd this year, Breonna Taylor, tragically. And you want to just keep saying their name because you don't want to forget who they are. And that's kind of what the Candyman, like, you just, you got to keep saying his name. Because if you watch the movie, there's a history behind it. And it's a terrible history. And it's just something that's so relatable to today's society. I think just to, like, in our theater, we went to, like, a small theater there was a lot of teenagers that were probably like, oh, you know, let's go see this horror movie. Ha ha ha. And I knew going into this film, yeah, it's a scary movie, but just from like Jordan Peele's past films, there's a message behind them. And I, I went into knowing that and that's what I took away from it. I kind of overlooked the slasher, scary element to it and just focused on that. And I think with this film, that's what you have to do. Because as far as it being like, you know, like a Halloween scary movie, no. The, you know, it's just kind of like, oh, okay, like there's a guy with a hook for a hand who's throwing candy out with razors in it. That's cool, right? But it's just when you, and especially like I said, I'm from Chicago. And visually, though, like just seeing the buildings and all that, it just hit really hit home. Especially knowing like this whole entire area. I live in the suburbs now and just, it's very class, like... Everything is divided. You got your north side, west side, south side. East side is like Michigan. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> but it's just, you know, every area of the city, of this area, has a reputation, whether it's wealthy. Like South Barrington, by me, is like home, or ex-home like Michael Jordan and athletes that are Chicago, like major athletes. I just feel like we, I don't know, and I'm just one voice. That's all. All I can say is my thoughts and my, just show my support as much as I can because I'm a people person overall. I worked in retail, so my outlook on people have, has kind of waned. But as far as inequality goes, I root for them. I want to see, I, and I know their potential. They're just, they're people like you and I. They're people that can make the next great feature film or the next amazing franchise, or maybe one of them can cure cancer one day. We don't know. And that's why we just, I feel like we just need to stop with these labels and this whole, what makes you poor or rich, or, 
you know, like, I don't know, guys. <laughs> like I said, this this podcast is just kind of unfiltered. I just have a lot to say, especially after, like, this movie and then, like, 9-11 this morning. I'm just kind of fired up, I guess. <laughs> it's just so astounding how, like, we just, you just sit there. You just sit down and you realize how bad people treat each other. It's, it's, I don't know. I honestly don't like going places anymore because... It's like almost every time I go out somewhere, I see somebody being rude to a cashier or whatever, driving crap, like people cutting you off and it's like they just don't care anymore. And it's like, we can fix it now before it's too late, but I don't know, guys. What do you think? (laughs) But, you know, this movie, it's worth a watch, you know, especially the message. I feel like it gets the point across. Because I really felt it after the film. I just think one thing that lacks, though, about this film was the story. There was a lot going on at once. And I got lost a few times. And I really didn't understand the whole Candyman aspect. Like, how someone becomes the Candyman. They do wrap it up pretty good in the end. But the ending, especially, you're just kind of left like, that's it. So, as far as, like, a story goes and... The horror movie aspect of it, I feel like it kind of fell short. But I'm, and I know I keep saying this, but the message it's it's there, and Jordan Peele and team is trying to get that across. And one thing though, I do want to shout out is there's a lot of cast members from Chicago, and Chicago is just a great city in general. Like, and I know I, I sound like I've been knocking the city this whole podcast because I'm not. It's my home, but. You know, there's a lot of talented people here in Chicago. Chicago is such a great, and I'm blessed to have lived so close to Chicago over the years, like since I was born. And we got a lot of like casting agencies, film opportunities, a lot of great schools and a lot of, you know, like entertainment downtown. And it's just like, it's such a pretty city too, overall. And people are proud to be from Chicago, I think overall. I know I am. Like, if I go somewhere and people ask me where I'm from, I just go, like, I'm from Chicago. Like, the Chicago area. Like, I'm not from from Chicago, but... And, you know, it's just... It was such a great movie as a local as well, just to see, like, the compositions and the framing of the buildings behind everything. It was just... For me, it's home, so it was kind of cool to see that. Also, I do want to shout out to the, I, I feel like like the opening credits and the transitions, and if you saw this movie, the buildings, like the, the buildings are upside down in smoke or a smog or like a cloud or whatever. That was very impressive. I thought it was drone footage, but Mike was like, no, it's modeling. It's just all 3D modeling. So props to them. That was excellent. There were some like parts too where I thought wasn't really needed, like there's like a part with girls in a bathroom and the candy man comes for them. That part was kind of weird. I don't know. Like, I don't think it was needed. So, I mean, there was like a couple parts where I didn't think was very necessary. But like I said, overall, this film, it did work. It kept my attention and I, I do recommend it. So please go see it. Please let me know what you thought. And I do want to thank you guys for listening if you made it to the end of this podcast. Because like I said, I just woke up today in like a mood like... You know, 9-11 and then this movie. Just just so much, so much crap in the world. And sometimes it's just so hard to comprehend. And you just, I just need to talk it out. And I mean, this podcast 
pertains to everybody. I want my audience to always feel welcomed. And that's why I just want this to be a happy place. And sometimes I just want the world to be a happy place, but I just, I got to realize sometimes it's just not going to work. And as always, stay safe out there and I will catch you guys next week. All right. Thanks for listening, by the way. I really, really appreciate it. And make sure you guys tune in every week. You don't want to miss another episode. In two weeks, I do have an episode coming up I'm very excited about because Broadway is reopening. So I'm a theater nerd. Don't want to miss that. So yeah. All right. You guys take care.